0: Or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com
1: Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A dot com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the Endodna Collection. kit. Ca- Endo-decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo-aligned product matching in your state, suggested to guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, EndoDNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind. Created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. His sleep is eluding you. Sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at ENDODNA.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. There's no cold opens when you're live from Canacon. Live from New Mexico. Not on tape from New Mexico. We are in Albuquerque. Found the wrong turn. It's right outside the Garcia's restaurant. And we have a huge lineup today. We're going to talk about Minnesota. They legalized it. Florida, they're trying to legalize it. Might not be able to. Then we got some DEA news about Delta 8. They're trying to legislate, even though they're not a legislature and then we have one in four young adults say marijuana employment policies prevent them from getting a job can you believe that crap we have some terrible news out of singapore even though we're going to report on it we have a name that strain if we can make it i do have to catch a plane here pretty soon and uh, miggy how have you been enjoying Canacon?
2: i'm impressed by the new mexico uh, the weed scene here they got great weed the potential for uh, all the uh, people to be involved for the citizen so we got a your client stone ape stone we age. visited him yesterday the quality of canvas is definitely up there with oregon washington state california it's very on point for sure yeah
1: we are coming at you a little bit earlier this week but uh, hey we have to travel tomorrow actually we're traveling later today minnesota that's some big news and so yes. that was the news of the week probably was the the DEA news, so stick around for that. Yeah. So in Minnesota, they passed that 7,357, and this was reconciliation, so now it goes back to the Senate. Five whole Republicans voted for it. Can you believe that? And the governor, Tim Waltz, he says he's going to sign it. We're talking about 10% retail tax on top of the state's 6.9-ish percent sales tax. And yes, we are. We're live in Minnesota. Not... New, New Mexico. will
2: we all right? We're live in New Mexico. I was
1: just talking about Minnesota.
2: <laughs> but no, the, the weed's great here. The culture so far is it's excellent. Here at Canacon, we've seen major REMAX. It's got a booth here. REMAX, the real estate people. Real estate? Brinks. Oh, wow. Brinks, Brinks. Security. Security. They also, they're doing ATMs in cannabis stores. Yep. So they'll come to your store and bring you the ATM for free. That's
1: right. And they're, then they have cash handling.
2: Yes. So that's... It's amazing to see the evolution of what. Oh, by the way, remember we did a drug deal.
1: We did it. We did the coolest. Most was, wholesome. It was wholesome. Yeah. Most wholesome drug deal. We, uh, we went on a ride along with a licensed delivery operator to drop off some goodies to somebody in the suburbs. It was a suburbian mom came in and uh, called in an order. You can call in an order in New Mexico. If
2: you want, you just get your phone out, order weed. It come to you and you get a text message verifying that uh, you did the order and they're on the way and then they text you. They're out the door and then a very wholesome mother in a a row comes out and gets her weed. And that's it. No transaction because it's already been paid for. It was very smooth and and, uh, it gave me vibes when I was 18, 19, when I used to do it illegally.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking about it being illegal, the Florida attorney general says the 2024 cannabis ballot measure fails the language test. So this is an administration that must really not like legalizing it it's no secret that what they did in the uh, 57 I believe there was 57 or 75 teams that applied for those super licenses in Florida that co- closed on April 28th if they win they got to pay a million bucks you know that million dollar licensing fee that's the administration that doesn't like weed that's the uh, the meatball who's the name of the meatball Ron meatball Oh uh, DeSantis yes. And then his attorney general is now suing to keep the ballot initiative off the ballot because it purportedly violates section one oh one dash well it's a dot one six one one of the Florida statutes and she believes that it fails to meet those requirements. What does it actually say? And the Allen with the state law. Always say why. When you're writing news articles and somebody makes an allegation, say why.
2: Yeah. You got Florida roots though. Like, why does Florida keep Florida manning cannabis out there? Like, why? It's
1: yeah. The cannabis industry in Florida is a night and day difference between what we got going on over here at the CannaCon in Amazing. Albuquerque, New Mexico.
2: And so, like, even the the first day was the uh, the marijuana mingle,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then, so this uh, the Chamber of Cannabis Commerce. So they have an organization here that's full of protecting the people in the industry. There's low-level people here, people who are citizens. Uh, one of the big things I noticed because of the population that was in New Mexico, it was the most brown and black people I've seen as store owners, as actual like entrepreneurs. It was yep.
1: amazing. Yeah, we have a, an interview with uh, one of the dispensary owners coming up, so tune in to more cannabis legalization news. I'll have that shot and it's already shot. I'll have that edited and up by the end of next week. Really a night and day difference. If I'm going to have a client try to get open in Ohio or in Uh, New Jersey or in Missouri. Uh, But Missouri is going to be a little cheaper. Not as cheap as we can do it here in New Mexico. Probably the most open and accessible industry that's out there.
2: And hopefully, with good timing, we have another viewer. It's here, In-House Genetics, who's got this new little... So everything in New Mexico, I love it. It's branded in very New Mexican. The brands, as far as like the logos, um, shirts, incorporate the New Mexican flag. uh, A lot of uh, Spanish... And the brands and names and uh, the hatch chili is what new mexico is famous for and uh, in-house genetics they have these little free chili shaped weed it's all novelty right it's all about he'll be back yeah yeah. Just one so upstairs hopefully you guys can see it before we have to go that's all right yeah but in meanwhile we can talk about dea
1: let's talk about the dea because i was just deeply immersed in chapter 101 of section 161 of the florida statutes by the way did you know that you have to have a 75 word encapsulation of the ballot initiative Anyway, let's go to the DEA story about Delta
2: 8. Oh, you're yeah.
3: so, lots
2: of activity going on around us. And, you know, being that we are the main characters in our story, we're like, is it for us? No, no, not us. No.
1: I, I really hope that we have some guests on the show here later. Somebody just walk by or we'll bring over that guy. He's got a badge.
2: Uh, the the Wi Fi was not very strong, Norris. As you can, t- hopefully, you he can hear us okay. I'm hearing yes. the headphones, everything seems okay. You let us know.
1: You let us know, but the DEA officials say new rules are coming for synthetic cannabinoids, including CBD and Delta-8 THC, seeming to go right past what the, the 2018 Farm Bill says for what is the definition of hemp. The DEA is now reading the word synthetic into the actual definition of hemp, which isn't there. So we'll see how the lawsuits on these new rules turn out. I'm not going to be fighting them, but somebody probably is. Maybe Rod Kite. That guy, is uh, he's the hemp lawyer.
2: They should be. Portion overall, right? Like this whole... Well, you, the
1: administration, the, D, the DEA, does not have the ability to legislate. Right, it, That's Congress. And so Congress defined it very broadly about what hemp is. And there is actually some cases out there granting trademark protections to Delta-8 vapes. And yeah, they, that second district, I believe, the, the appellate court right underneath the Supreme Court, they reviewed it. They read the rule, they've read the statute about what the definition of hemp was, they applied it. And I don't know if they're going to be going too far on this, but the DEA is going to say that most Delta 8 is Schedule 1.
2: I'm getting strong designer drug vibes from this bill, like them trying to go out of their way to regulate every goddamn cannabinoid. How come they're not regulating oranges like this? How come not tearing apart vitamin C and all the other components of the orange? It's, it's bullshit regulation, it's just overreaching. And again, the FDA needs to come out with some statement about this is a healthy product, right? Because it's a food product. This
1: the, the FDA has just been punting on this. And so the, nobody wants to come out and say anything's going to be the law, except for DEA. DEA actually does some gummy bear math in the presentation that they prepared, which is hilarious because we do gummy bear math here on the show. Except uh, we used a 5-gram gummy bear to make it easier. They used a 4-gram gummy bear, which would then contain te- 12 milligrams
2: of THC. Still would be helpful. Somebody asked about Texas, and I just got to say, New Mexico is making a lot of money to Texas. I met a store owner on the border of Texas and New Mexico. Las Cruces. He's on his third store because yep. there's so much traffic coming through to this right. one guy.
1: Yep. El Paso, Texas is just going to Las Cruces and buying it. And that's terrible with Texas. Texas just had a round that closed also on April 28th. I want to say like only about 30 people applied for those licenses also super licenses completely vertically integrated no flower no THC
2: is there also like a high entry barrier is that why only so few
1: yeah yeah you have to have all the real estate and be able to prove that you have everything the Florida one was crazy because you had to have been in business for five years and have a relationship with a freaking orange nursery
2: people are asking about Wisconsin but
1: Wisconsin ain't got squat. No, yeah. so help us in Wisconsin. I will be there in Wisconsin on June the 3rd for my 15th year law school reunion over at Marquette. I can't work in Wisconsin. It really sucks. Wisconsin's controlled by the, the It's even though it's a swing state, 51-49 about, the Republicans control two-thirds of the legislature because of gerrymandering. So it's, that's why it's never been a non, it's always a non-starter with two thirds of your legislature, are Republicans, you just don't sponsor the bill. It doesn't get anywhere. The governor tried to put it into his budget. They took it out.
2: But then again, get involved, like join normal. These are things like New Mexico talking to people living here. They said this was like, first they had medical, but this was like a 13 year process just to get the right legislation passed through. Right. We all want legalization, but you need to make it so it's like fair. And this is the social equity. This is, it's a fair way to do things. Yep. Hey, uh, guess what? Uh, guess what just hit a record high?
1: That U.S. Be- workers testing positive for cannabinoids. That study shows that the number of cannabis-friendly states across the United States has grown, and so has that drugs usage amongst American workers. They have been tracking this since 1988. And in 2022, the Quest Data Diagnostics Medical Lab testing company shows the general... United States percentage of employees reached an all-time high. Let's see, more than 6 million urine tests they analyzed, because, like, you pee in a cup and it goes to Quest. In 2022, for marijuana use in the general worker category, which excludes federally mandated safety-sensitive workers, such as pilots, truck divers, who are undergo, forced to undergo routine tested, 4.3% were positive,
2: up from 3.9% in 2021. My question is, you think it's probably because maybe cannabis is more accepted now and there's more users, like there is alcohol and everything else, or is everybody just testing hot from all the CBD shit?
1: It was the pee. It was the pee. That's why. And so remember we did that story about how swabs, mouth swabs are going to be coming up so that, because the metabolites, your body doesn't hate cannabis. It's not like alcohol. It's going to start pushing it out or, or cocaine or any other drug that is bad for you.
2: It just hangs out. And so, you're more likely to test positive weeks after. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate. Even the testing, we're not even there with DUI, science, and any of that shit. So, clean. it gets better. The number of general workers who tested positive
1: for cannabis following an on-the-job accident was 7.3% in 2022. That is up from 6.7% in 2021, and it is the highest it's been in 25 years, which makes me go, wow, so in
2: 1998, people were blazing, huh? In a way I see it, dude, I've been smoking all my life and in my professional working career i have never had an accident in 20 years (laughs) yeah bullshit no my body hurts dude i just never gone to a doctor and called it because i knew a piss test would be falling (laughs) yep yep in
1: states where recreational use of cannabis is legal 5.7 percent of the general workforce tested positive for cannabis in 2022 versus 4.3 percent the national average for the same year all
2: right we got next we got uh Next. So we're we, doing a speed run because Tom does have to catch up here. I
1: do got to gotta go. I'm on the shuttle to the airport here in a half hour. One in four young adults say federal marijuana employment policies prevent them from applying for government jobs.
2: But that's also the recently the Fed just uh, expanded uh, some federal workers to, like, not in the background to have the experience. So, like, they were hurting for the youth. It's
3: yeah. not the
2: youth's fault. It's the policy's fault.
1: of those people aged 18 to 30 have declined to apply or withdrawn applications from jobs because of strict marijuana policies required for security
2: clearances. Remember folks, I don't have security clearance. I use cannabis. I accept it. I'll never have a DOD clearance again for a while. So they get their head out. Well, they
1: may still not. And it's just one of those things where you follow the rules. If you want the clearance.
2: And that's, that's the unfortunate part of this plan. Just like, we don't advertise like as a consumer or rather if you were a grower, this is not something that you would want to be out in the public all the time. And same as an employee, you're like judging like there are ramifications still because of the law, which is bullshit. So I accept that I won't be working for DOD ever again for a while.
1: I still think we're probably five years away from it being legalized federally, so Maybe after it's federally legal, you're able to use cannabis and work for the government.
2: I don't know. You know, with the swab announcement and then with the Department of Health, a mandate and all the other, and, so, and the Department of Justice mandate, hopefully by then they get the shit together. Oh, we're not the part of the event, sir. Yeah, those yeah. guys are.
1: And we're squatting here <laughs> doing a podcast.
2: We're eating their bandwidth.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's one of our guests. He was asking us questions. So yeah, some people say if you receive security clearance, would you be willing to give up cannabis for as long as you are employed for a job that requires a clearance? Thirty-nine percent said yes. Fifteen percent said no. Eleven said I don't know. And twenty twenty-six percent said, "Are you a cop?" <laughs>
2: yeah. But really, that which is fucked up, right? Because you have to make life decisions based on your life choice, and that's what I've done on myself on purpose. That's why I live in Seattle when the district attorney said he wasn't going to prosecute cannabis cases. I was like, I love weed that much. I'm going to go move to the state where I don't get fucked with. And and then I just, I mean, that's the whole thing about life and liberty, right? You just want to exist without being messed with.
1: Yeah. Who doesn't like being messed with? I tell you what. You know what else you guys also like? Seeing subscribed prions at the lower third. You love that, don't you? you like then the, the, yeah. Oh! Come on in. Oh, go hang in. On. No, hey, on. on. We, got, we on. have the Hatch come Chili guys. This, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> I love this shit.
3: Yep. Here we go. In okay. The, in-house genetics? A- HGH, farms. HGH, are- H- farms. The the HGH Farms. These are... HGH
1: Farms. Look into the camera. Is it HGH Farms? HGH Farms. HDH Farms.
3: Hottest chill- hardest thing in the New Mexico cannabis industry right hottest now. In the- it's the hottest thing in I the New it, Mexico I love in a little, like, creepy package, too. This is what you call a ristra. When they tie them together like this, it's a ristra. Oh, shit. I so we made it. a restaurant out of it. This is a half ounce package. Oh, my God. 14.15 grams. No kidding. Yep. So, so
2: do you sell the, the whole thing is, is the as a
3: whole? No, these will individually it's be. Like, yep. And then with their short. own principal panel labels, all legal compliant. Principal panel labels will be on there. Hashtag uh, Fuego Zone. Yeah. Fuego Zone. That's <laughs> it. Fuego Zone. That's what I'm loving about the New Mexico brands
2: is everything's so Hispanic and Latin, you know. Look at the innovation that the
1: regulations allow. In other states, this packaging would not get past the regulators. But here, they're able to, because you see these, uh, what's the name of the pepper string, the ristra?
3: It's the ristra. Is when they tie chilies all together. So back in New Mexico, the thing, if you were getting anything traditionally or non-traditionally, back in the day is you would call up old boy and say, hey, do you have any green chili? No. that's new mexico that's green chill that's the code oh right my there. god so dude. today
1: when you go into a restaurant they'll still ask you you want the green
3: chili or the red chili yep you're yeah. asking red or green exactly i get both baby un Ooh. pre-roll y mas so oh. then totally new mexico cannabis industry it's a one gram pre-roll 2.5 grams of flour in the same package oh shit one pre-roll you have one for now little for later for uh, the bong yeah And then I got this little chiquito, un chiquito y poquito. So it's a half gram with one gram. So it's the little sister. So Mm. 1.5 and a 3.5. Branding. Look at that. New Mexico marketing. It's it's innovation. It's it's
1: difference. It's standing out. It's being a different product that's on the
2: shelves. And these types of things I don't see in Illinois. You know, but it's it's great. The flower in the the joints, the same flower that's in the bag. Exactly. So that's great because you
3: enjoy the experience of smoking in the joint. Then you have more for later. A really important thing on this packaging is the principal panel, the complete compliance with the yes. state regulation yes. rules. You scan that QR code right there, and it has every information line for line the, the way COA? they read it in no. the New Mexico rules. If okay.
1: yeah, you guys checked out, our, uh, we had a podcast I'm with gonna, uh, Mr. Yeah. Levy, that's, that's sexy Larry Levy. We went over <laughs> these types of UPC codes that are on there, and this that's his company.
3: Up and better. Up and better. Up and Inscribe. Best. You guys keep that. Take Thank a look you. of it. That's right. the company. That's what you'll pull up whenever you scan one of our products. Oh, cool, that's awesome. What's your name? Jeffrey Castile. Silver Jeffrey City. Castile. High Lonesome Cannabis. Yes. High Lonesome Hemp in the past. Yep. Maggie, been following you for years. Tom, me. we played yep. Name That Strain. I think you messed it up. I probably did. I probably did, <laughs> yeah. You don't know everything. That's right. Uh, it Jeff? was a rosy cake, but it's rosé cake. Oh, rosé cake. <laughs> uh, so you've been a long-time grower, yeah. Yeah, we've been doing it since 2018, 2009 uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Get your chair. We'll do a couple of more stories yeah, here. Yeah. Let me just get in here. Did for you a know second. it's
1: in, uh, according to hind Times in states where here. it's legal, okay. most people get their weed from a store. And so, a new survey paints a blink picture of the traditional pot dealer in legal states. Provided, of course, you can find a dispensary. Like I live in a legal state. There's one, two dispensaries in my city. In Albuquerque, there's got to be like 50 dispensaries here.
3: Man, and that's there the, the, is 906 in the state of New Mexico right now, two million people,
1: 906 dispensaries.
3: Yep. Well, didn't Albuquerque bring in like a hundred million or something ridiculous? 18, oh, yeah.
1: 18 million. I mm-hmm. think yeah. last year, just Albuquerque. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna pull up something for you guys. Yeah. You guys could check out all the numbers, it's all public data.
1: That's great. Uh, there's some other public data that comes out of Washington State, and we use that a lot when we're trying to model dispensary cash flows because they publish their stuff. In my state, every month, they just go, here's the raw numbers. Here's how much was sold.
3: Okay, so right here, you go to the COP Cannabis portal, you find the CCD,
1: the Cannabis Control Division of New Mexico, publishes this data.
3: There's the sales data for everybody. If you go back, you could go find a dispensary right here. Select a city. um, You can see what the dispensaries are
1: doing for their cash, just like you can in Washington State. Really makes it easy for modeling the
2: Transparency, transparency, I would share this page, but our bandwidth is being eaten
1: up in yeah. this thing. And it might yeah. shut down. This is a special, very what's special. What's the website episode, though? Of
3: uh, the New Mexico License and Regulations Department, oh, yeah. the Cannabis Control It's all the information right there. Everything in New Mexico is transparent. That We yep. read the rules to be That's transparent. That's amazing, yep. dude.
2: I'm going to give you guys all an edge, too. So you were a hemp farmer before, too? Yep. Since
3: 2018, we got into the hemp industry with an unlimited plant count. Oh, my God. Now we are a micro business cannabis producer and manufacturer with a two under plant count.
2: Do you have uh, two LLCs then? Are you still doing the hemp, though, or no? Uh, Yes.
1: Two LLCs,
3: one for each. Yep, exactly. Awesome.
1: Yeah. It's cool, man. 29% of consumers in illicit markets say their primary source is also a brick-and-mortar dispensary, compared to 17% who say they use
2: dealers and then we're talking we missed it one of the clients here stone eight yeah we did a delivery with him yesterday it's great what's the most wholesome thing i've ever done in my life okay get this
3: you guys probably know high horse down in las cruces uh Uh, maybe okay so we did a bone thugs concert last two weekends ago we had Duchy app Ducci app kiosh set up there at the bone thugs concert in our own little area people could order off the dutchy app and high horse will deliver it to the concert venue first in the nation every everything in new mexico is first in the nation the linen aaron compassionate usac 1978 we were the first in the nation california thinks everybody thinks they're good no we've been doing things first and yeah i would
2: not want to leave my house like we don't have home delivery in washington state so like I want to not leave my fucking house. I want
3: to just I stay. Go and order off a kiosk and it gets delivered to you right at a Bone Thugs concert. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Check my story. I... Like
2: walking around like a phone. Oh, yep. did you
3: see there's a dude here? He flew in with clones.
2: Yeah, there
1: are oh, some really? clones on the floor, in mm-hmm. there. Oh, it's yeah, pretty yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Flew them in from Oregon.
3: Yep. It, it's Pretty wild, the, the boundaries they're pushing here, 0. 0. 0.9 or 0.3% or less, and it's considered. It it's, hemp. it's
1: technically hemp. <laughs> yeah, we were going over the DEAs trying to Schedule 1 Delta 8. And I'm like, well, uh, it, the word synthetic doesn't appear in the definition of hemp. Congress could have put it there. But synthetic
2: itself, is, it means not the plant, right? Like, synthetic means chemical processing from somewhere else. you don't have to do that with fucking hemp right you already got delta nine you got delta eight right you
3: have
1: to do some, some catalyzation yeah, and, to and to some catalysis. okay so you do some chemistry but like it, they have isomers extracts so like this the definition of hemp has this long laundry list absent from that list is the word synthetic uh, but then it does have like it says derivatives extracts, all these things. And so is it a derivative to do this acid catalyzation process? Cause you're taking hemp, you're throwing it in the extractor, you're doing a little magic, yeah. but you're not like taking chemicals. It's not like making meth, you're taking chemicals and then you're going to make something completely
3: different. A lot you know? of it yeah. happens naturally also. So just heat will convert THCA like to CBN or something. Degradation so, already yeah. by the, what happens.
2: Speaking of meth, they got a Breaking Bad van in the, on the floor. <laughs> they have a Breaking Bad <laughs> van. Breaking Dabs, breaking down, in town, breaking down. And I'm not mad at it. Like <laughs> I don't gotta... be creative. You're embracing what is like a culture, right? Like exactly. for me, I don't like the the legal. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think I'm a fan. I'm a fan, right? Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, yo, but we're trying to give a legal lean alternative to the thing. But still, it just to me very drug connotation, even though it's meth. The relation, <laughs> it is your guys's. <laughs>
3: That goes against the whole thing on the cartoons and Skittles and yeah. marketing to children. That's it. We're not marketing. That's myth. I'm <laughs> marketing to children. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but like, it's a very Albuquerque thing. And so we even saw like a van yeah. earlier
3: on the streets. Oh, yeah, we thought it was bus. that van. Yeah, yeah, it's the tour bus. It goes around oh, and man. take you to the house where oh, wow. they filmed that here in yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Hey, you
2: know
1: what else is really cool? Marijuana use is associated with significant and sustained health improvements, according to the study from this fly-by-night organization called the American Medical Association. That came out and was reported on Marijuana Moment. And so the use of medical cannabis is associated with significant improvements in quality of life for people with conditions like chronic pain and insomnia. And those effects are largely sustained over time, according to a new study published by the AMA, the American Medical Association, following over 3,000 people in Australia. Interesting that they went to Australia to do this study, probably because the DEA and you can't get studies done here in
2: America. Meanwhile, all the American hippies are going, what? (laughs)
1: Uh, Who we got next? The other story that came out this week, and this one's interesting, cannabinoids have been found in non-cannabis plants now. a plant Woolly Umbrella discovered cannabinoids in their High Times was reported that, and it's got a very Latin name, but it's uh, known as the Woody Umbrella plant. It's a velvety yellow perennial, and it's native to South Africa. Israeli researchers recently discovered that the plant, which is not in the cannabis fam- family, produces a number of
2: cannabinoids.
3: Ask if it was in the cannabis family, but no, not like hops or oh, right like yeah, hops, yeah. It?
2: But also, mother smell has cannabinoids in it, so the shockiness of like plants out there having, but again, it's, it's the ignorance of like terpenes yeah. and entourage. No research. They, said yeah. they found yeah. over 40 cannabinoids, none of them
1: psychoactive, but the woolly umbrella is a relative to daisies, lettuce, and
3: sunflowers. Pretty cool, and make the sunflower push. <laughs>
2: well, you know, we ran into a dude. So on the floor over here, they have uh, humidity packs. Oh, yeah. But there were terpenes on them. Uh, so you can infuse your. I
3: actually thought, I think I got a sample in one of my bags. Yeah, yeah I see I'm excited bag. to try it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Because they make my own little mocktail. <laughs> we do have some really there.
1: crappy international news. So uh-huh. I'm going to hit A. Uh, uh-huh. It's bad. So let's just hit this little bomb.
3: Oh, yeah. you can, bro.
2: Singapore
1: has assassinated its second citizen in, in three weeks for trafficking cannabis, despite halts or calls to halt these executions and they do the executions in Singapore by hanging. This poor man was found guilty of trafficking cannabis. And now he's dead with his only crime being that he was in Singapore. So they hanged another citizen for trafficking cannabis, the second in three weeks. He was a 37-year-old man executed after a last-ditch attempt to reopen his case. Failed. He was trafficking in 2019 for 1.5 kilograms. That's 3.3 pounds.
2: They killed him over 3.3 pounds a week. That makes the body count for Prohibition in one month. Two people and one dog. In case you don't know, look up the Trinity County recent raid. Horrible shit.
1: Terrible. Just terrible which is why, you now we should play some Name That Strain. So I'm going to have to wrap up here pretty soon so that I can go catch a plane. Let's see here.
3: Do we have it uploaded?
1: I think so. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> this is a name for its color and lineage. Its flowers are a sister phenotype to animal face this is a phenotype to animal face and uh, the flowers stupefying strength as they describe it so this is definitely an exotic sharp terpene profile and it keeps them coming back for more let's see here oh this is grown by fig farms they were just lighting up the emerald cup this year right
2: on.
1: fig farms
2: yeah i'm not familiar with the south california growers. this time
1: this is a uh, blue face Grown by Fig Farms, that is face-off OG, crossed with Animal Mints, the blue phenotype.
2: That's a nice hand trim, though.
1: Sure is. Sure is. But yeah, it was awarded first place in indoor flower at the Emerald Cup in 2023.
2: Right on, dude. And at that, Tom needs to catch a plane. (laughs) I do need to catch a
1: plane. And it was a lot of fun having so nice and friendly and wonderful time here at Mechanicon in New Mexico. Hey, let's uh, let's hit out like a four twenty somewhere and then take a little break, and we'll see everybody next week. Oh,